Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. Thank you so much for your download. Please help me spread the word. Share this with other photographers. Get them on board. Let's get this train moving. I really need the help to spread the word here. My name is Jeff Harmon. I am the hobbyist editor at improvephotography.com. And in this episode, I'm going to address a question I frequently get with regard to how much a hobbyist should charge for a photo shoot. Some of you are thinking, I'm sure already, hold on, wait a second. A hobbyist, that means they don't do photo shoots. And okay, that could be true depending on your definition of a hobbyist. Yeah, they could be a beginner. A hobbyist could be a beginner. Someone who just picked up a camera could even be a point to shoot, a mirrorless, micro four thirds, all the way up to a DSLR, whatever. They, they could be someone who's got bit by the bug a little bit, the photography bug, and they enjoy taking photos, but that's where it is. That's all they're doing. And yeah, those, those type of hobbyist photographers that are beginners, maybe they're not doing photo shoots, but I want to define hobbyist, at least in this podcast, and it's, it's how I'm thinking about it at improvephotography.com too, as the hobbyist editor, as not someone who's a beginner necessarily, but a hobbyist is someone who mostly pays their bills doing something other than photography. They have a day job. They have another way of, of meeting those commitments. That type of a photographer could be someone who's very advanced, who's done it for years, put in lots of hours, maybe even built up gear and has quite a collection that allows them to really do anything a professional photographer could do. They just don't make it their profession. They don't make it their job. So let's talk about then. How do you price that? If you're a hobbyist and you do an occasional photo shoot or session or some or paid for work, how do you price it? Well, before I get to that answer, let's talk about the other side very, very briefly. A professional photographer. Some of you might be wondering, well, how do you price a professional photography shoot? And good news for you, you are in luck. The Improved Photography Podcast Network has something for you. It's a it's a sister podcast to this one called Portrait Session. Three hosts over there do a fantastic job week after week of publishing podcasts, uh, specifically talking about professional photographers doing mostly portrait work, but other other types too. They they wander around a bit into those topics, and very specifically in episode eight that was published on May first, twenty fifteen. There is a topic that they discussed in huge detail about how it is they price their se their sessions and, and commercial or paid for work. So go check that out so that you can get the answer to that. But let's get back now to hobbyists. And how should they price it? It depends. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it when people say that. But it really is. And the thing it depends on is your goal. So some hobbyists they're really only hobbyists still because they haven't quite seen enough income from their photography to make them feel like they can make that jump, quit their job, stop working for the man and <laughs> go make money off of photography. So for them, they really have to consider like everything, rent, mortgage, gear, training, insurance, cell phone, list goes on and on and on. You have to, to put all of that into perspective to see if you can finally make that leap 
to quitting that job and going full photography full time. To help you with that analysis, there's a really good calculator tool from NPPA. And if you go to nppa.org slash calculator, there's a really good form. It has lots of different topics that you need to consider, especially the expense side of the equation, because there's a lot of stuff that you're you're doing now with your regular normal job. That you pr it's, it's hard to make the transition and think of everything. So, you know, go check out that tool. And if, if that's your goal, if, if the thing that you want to do is make enough money off of your hobbyist sessions that you can finally see how you can make it without it being a hobby anymore and making it professional, then that gives you an idea and you can go work on that. But then there's still hobbyists like me who are currently not looking to make their photography passion into their profession. I do an occasional paid photo shoot. And I, I do it mostly because like any other photographer, I wanna improve my gear. I still don't have the high quality lenses that I really wanna to get to make those high quality shots. So doing paid shoots occasionally helps me get a, get a little extra cash to get there. But it's also somewhat because I, I feel like I am helping people around me. People have seen my photos, uh, my landscapes, and some of the work I've done. And so they'll inquire and they'll say, hey, how much would you charge to come shoot my family? And so I need an answer to that. I need to know what, what I would tell them. And here's the recommendation I have. So here's the meat of the podcast. I would recommend that you have to consider three things. The first, you got to do a little bit of legwork, a little research in your market, your area. Find out what the professionals doing professional photo shoots, uh, especially portraits, families, whatever it is that you're being asked um, to, to provide a service for. Go find out what they're charging. And you, at the same time, you also need to compare your work to theirs. Kind of see, oh, is, it, is it really good enough that I could even come close to charging what they're charging? And at least you, you, you get a kind of an idea of the ballpark. Make sure you're inside the ballpark and not something just outrageous. I mean, the customers will tell you that anyway, but you know, it gives you a good idea. Some, you need a, a place to start from. The second thing to consider is that you might not be as skilled as a professional photographer yet. And even if you are, you're definitely not as easy to work with as far as it comes to availability. The professional photographers, sure, they have bookings. They have, like, the hopefully the short, if they're any good, the short time frame, they've got sessions booked already, and, and you can't get anything in the week, two weeks, three weeks, or whatever. But if you get a month out or or even a little further, then their their availability is, is just wide open, usually. And they can meet you middle of the day, evenings, whenever you want. And as a hobbyist, you're not likely to have that kind of flexibility. You're going to have a very small amount of time when you could go meet someone somewhere and and shoot their family or whatever that they're asking you to do. So you got to consider that. You, your, your price needs to reflect the fact that they're having to work a little bit more to have you do their photo shoot instead of a professional who does this full time. And the third, maybe most important factor, you, you kind of have to try to figure out how you can put a price on your time. How much, how valuable is that time that you're going to spend not only doing the shoot, but then doing the editing and then maybe doing printing, depending on what they want. You know, it, it can add up. You can get 20, 30, 40 hours in pretty easy for a, a, a single photo shoot. So how much is that time worth to you? You know, this time you could be spending improving yourself, uh, improving your, what you're doing for your, your 
real job or spending time with family and friends, whatever other things you could be doing during that time that you're doing the shoot for them. So you have to balance, I think, the professionals, what they're charging, that your work's not maybe up to the same speed as theirs, and that you are uh, not as available as they are, but how much your time is worth. It's a tough equation. It's not simple, which is why the question comes up all the time. So I'm sure some of you are frustrated that here I am almost the end of the podcast and I haven't shared a dollar amount to answer the question. But honestly, I can't because any number I threw out, it wouldn't matter for where you are unless you were in my exact same market here in Salt Lake City, Utah, and doing the same thing as me. The, the number would be meaningless. It, could, it might seem like outrageously high for some other market and horribly low for others. I, so me sharing with you what my current price is, it's not going to help. You've got to come to it yourself. You've got to go through that evaluation, take those steps, try to come to what what it's worth to you and what you think the value is and what compare it. Just like I've gone through the three things that you need to consider. Ah, I know. I feel like it wasn't that helpful, but hopefully you found some value out of the tip. Hey, be sure to stay tuned to Photo Taco for other great photo tips from me and all the other podcasters on the Improved Photography Podcast Network. Hey, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Photo Taco is the handle. You can get some uh, occasional 140 character limited updates, and you can suggest topics for the show. Love to have the question. It's kind of where this one came from. Someone had asked the question on, on Twitter. So, so check that out. Also, be sure to visit improvephotography.com. Lots of stuff going on there, news, gear, other photo articles. It is the best way to improve your photography. Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!